Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. Who the hell are you? I don't know. I like to come in here every once in a while. <laughs> I'm like that guy on, uh, remember that movie Weird Science? Was it yeah. Weird, was it Weird Science? Where he, was it, uh, where the guy lived in the closet? <sighs> it was Val Kilmer and... Uh, real genius. Real genius. That's the one. Yeah, real genius. I'm, I'm the guy who lives in the closet. Yeah, I'll, I can kind of... I'll, I'll pop out every once in a while. I had my suspicions about you in that closet. Well, hey, you know... I, Nice to come out of it every once in a while. Well, welcome back, Steve, from your vacation. Hey, thanks. It's actually going to be a pretty nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 77. 55 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Scott Cohen will join us after 7 o'clock. There's sports to talk with him about and some other things going on today, too. Ugh. I thought I was going to avoid that. No such luck. Yikes. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552. And Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny and nice today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Did you see the Barbie movie? No, I didn't. I did. You did? Yeah. I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Really? Yeah, there was you a lot You want to start of... playing with toys now? Well, you mean more toys <laughs> than I already play with? <laughs> Or, you know, a new toy. Well, whatever it's going to be. Uh, it was. I thought it was pretty good. It was. Uh, I don't like Ryan Gosling. I think Ryan Gosling is one of the most annoying actors on the face of the planet. Sure. But, uh, but other than that, uh, the jokes were really funny. It was a little inappropriate to bring two kids to uh, some of the jokes that they had in there. Did the kids understand them? Well, one kid who, uh, one of my kids who had been through the health class and all the uh, education understood most of the jokes, and then the other one was like, "Why are you guys laughing at that?" Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, you like yeah, what yeah, you yeah. don't know won't hurt you. Yeah, uh, but uh, this might be bad news for some men. Uh, this Barbie thing is getting even worse than you imagined because women are using it to screen your fitness as a potential male. <sighs> so don't be surprised if an intended hookup. Uh, su- su- uh, hookup subjects you to the Barbie test. Here's the deal. According to a TikTok influencer named Nicole Hoffler, it's like the new question on a first date or your dating profile. What are your thoughts on the Barbie movie? Because if a guy really doesn't want to see it or he's not open to talking about it or what's even worse yet, if he sees it and thinks it's not a good movie or he doesn't get the point, I think it's a no-go. Oh, God. Uh, Nicole's uh, own boyfriend passed with flying colors. He dressed in pink. He got all the jokes and moving parts. And afterwards, he discussed with me what a masterpiece this movie is and how hard it must Mm. be to be a woman. He also probably wanted to get some that night. Yeah. He lied to you. Yeah. Because otherwise otherwise you're seeing a man child. Yeah, honey, I'll put on a pink shirt and and go to the movie with you. Whatever's going to make you happy. uh, I, I got my picture in the Barbie box. Did you post it yet? 
I did. Yeah, that was uh, that was like a week ago. It was over a week no, ago. Okay. I did that. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, it's me making a little pose inside the Barbie box. It was do so you, cute. Do you feel awkward about this in any way? Like, uh, like it's maybe uncomfortable for a forty-some-odd-year-old man to be in the Barbie box? No, no, because I have kids, and you know, it's funny when Dad gets in the box. <laughs> I see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Dad looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah. It's not so funny if Dad goes to the movie alone. No, I think, uh, you know what? After looking at Margot Ro- uh, Roby for almost two hours straight, I could probably go see that movie by myself. I'll wait till but, it's available on streaming. I don't know if I want my career to end like Paul Rubens did back yeah, in the right. 90s, but hey, you know. <laughs> Pee Wee Nagel. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they, you get arrested in the theater. I'm Steve Nagel. I, I work on Bax and Nagel in the morning. <laughs> the first thing. Uh, Kanye West Twitter account has been reinstated. That's about time. After he reportedly promised executives he wouldn't post any more anti-Semitic or hateful things, and he hasn't posted anything yet anyway. Oh, it's just a matter of time. Well, hey. Sean William Scott was only paid $8,000 to play Stifler in the original American Pie and was so broke after that that he had to get a job as the churro guy at the L.A. Zoo. Obviously... He became a star after the after the movie came out, and then probably negotiated never, more money for number two. Probably never touched another churro for as long as he's lived. No, probably not. But can, but see, that's the thing. You know, this is the thing about this writer strike and all that stuff. Everybody seems to think that because you're in a Hollywood movie or in a Hollywood TV show, that you're making tons of money. No, and, you're and you're and not, you're, and you're not. And the only ones that are really making the monies are like the Tom Cruises and the uh, who's another famous actor? Uh, George guy. C. Scott. George C. Scott. Yes, he's raking in the dough. He was great in Maverick. He really was great. Yeah. I remember. Uh, Listen, goose, you doomed son of a bitches. You know. What, I always liked him in Patton. Yeah. You know, I, no poor son of a bitch ever died that, fighting for his country. That, that's what I that's was going for. That's a great one, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I know that scene so well because when I was in college, there was a kid who who did that as a monologue. Because we had to, we had to re, we, it was a film class. I see. That you had to do a... He wasn't just doing this around like the dorms. No, no, no. But you had to do a monologue of something and he chose Patton, that opening, that whole opening scene. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Brad Pitt and Viola Davis have both had work had exemptions to work on their current projects during the strike, but both chose to shut them down in order to show solidarity. Uh, that's the right thing to do. You know, the, his gaggle of children that he's got with yeah. uh, Angelina Jolie, you think he'd be like, eh, I need to work. <laughs> she gets half of whatever I get. Well, right now she's getting half of nothing. Yeah. The Peach Pit from Beverly Hills 90210 tops a list of the best sitcom hangouts, even though it's not really a sitcom. It's followed by Pops from Riverdale and and Cheers from, uh, I can't remember the name of that show. What, what was the name of that show that Cheers was on? Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the name of the show was Cheers. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Huh. How about that? The Peach Pit is number one. That's from the Beverly Hills uh, 90210. The Pit... From a different world is number two. Sure. That was a, that was a cool hangout. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Central Perk is number seven for Friends. I, I would have thought that would be higher on the list. The Peacock stop on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Has no one mentioned the Regal Beagle on Three's Company? 
You know what? How many times did Jack and Chrissy and Janet and Larry all go to the yeah. uh, the Regal Beagle? The Regal Beagle's not even on here. No. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Max from Saved by the Bell. Get out of here with Arnold's that. Arnold's from Happy Days. Right. And, uh, yeah, Monk's Ca- and Monk's Cafe is number 11 from Seinfeld. <laughs> I would have thought that would have been much higher on the list. Probably done by a younger crowd. And uh, ESPN's Stephen Smith had a tweet that accused Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner of being a prostitute and a pimp. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I was accused of being a prostitute was when Ray J ordered some rentertainment and made me a non-union bone stimulator in that sex tape you <laughs> purchased on YouPorn for $39.95. You do not want to see the scab. No. <laughs> You also don't want to get paid into the table. Right. And, no, uh, that's the best part. <laughs> Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once ordered curbside from the street meat team. A little Fremunda crunches. Oh, of course. That's yes. the goop you get in your eye after a long night of enjoying tea bags. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I had some warm yo play from the panty parfait. <laughs> It's so good to have you back. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hey, Uni Pizza Ovens and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, let's discuss. How do you feel about the prospect of Ezekiel Elliott coming to Foxborough? Now, I know you've heard these kinds of things before. Dude comes to Foxborough for a visit, hangs out with Belichick, meets Mr. Kraft and Mac Jones, starts posing for selfies on Instagram with Matthew Judon, and boom, he's off signing a contract with some other team. I get that. It happens all the time. Things look really good until they no longer do. Next thing you know, your expectations are being squashed because some unreliable free agent thinks he can find something better. Well, this time, it's former Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Three-time Pro Bowler, rushed for over 8,200 yards in his career. He's scored 80 touchdowns, averaging 4.4 yards per per carry on teams that couldn't get past the divisional round of the playoffs. And oh yeah, he's still just 28 years old. Now, after scouring Wikipedia this morning for at least four minutes, I can tell you that the only blemish on his record was an incident in 2021 where his dog attacked a couple of people. And while I wouldn't want to be on the business end of a dog attack, it wasn't exactly Ezekiel who bit those poor people. It was the dog. And the dog might have become a free agent after that little stunt, too. Now, I can see the guy in a Patriots uniform. I can see that happening a lot faster than some of the other greedy little dopes they brought into town. But I'm not the one making the deal. That would be up to Belichick. And and uh, when asked about whether he would confirm that Elliott had been in town, he said nothing. Which makes me think that's exactly where Ezekiel Elliott was this weekend. Even reports that Elliott and Mac Jones had dinner at the Moose restaurant in Boston on Saturday. I don't know what they ordered. I don't know what they discussed. All I can tell you is that sources are saying they had a great time. Of course, I would have found it a little overpriced. I mean, 198 bucks for a six-ounce steak. I could have gotten one of the Roadhouse three times the size for nine times cheaper. And don't get me started on those delicious dinner rolls with that cinnamon butter. Oh, man, that's good. But even still, I don't want to express a whole lot of enthusiasm here because unless it's a press conference scheduled, I'm not sure I'm going to believe it. But hey, never my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Eagle battery power trimmer and mower. Battery and charger included. Now $229 at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. You're saving almost $100. bucks. i am looking at the Rocky's app. You're picking up the flyer of the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? Always at your fingertips. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and ZZ Top with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It is 55 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I uh, I feel like I haven't seen you in so long that uh, I almost forgot, to, you know, some of the things you do, some of the things that uh, you like. Yeah. Uh, I would have decorated, perhaps. Uh, a cake, perhaps, would have been uh, a, a, uh, welcome, a welcome back party would have been great. Uh, I got to tell you, I had probably the best staycation ever. And I did stuff every day at my house. A lot of stuff or just like some stuff once a day? No, I actually, uh, I don't know. Maybe I got a I got a fire lit under my butt that uh, hmm. I, I, I started doing home projects. What'd you do? Well, I had this uh, this old railroad bench that my dad had back from- uh, That he stole? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was stolen sure. <laughs> along the way. The, the way the story was told to me was because he worked for all these railway companies, uh, and this place went out of business in, like, the 1960s, and then it became – it's called the Erie Railroad. Okay. Then it was the Erie-Lackawanna Railroad after that, but the, but the Erie Railroad, when they revamped all the stations, they were getting rid of all these benches because, you know, you got to make room for the new logo to, to, to come in. Sure. So uh, – my dad had the. We had it in our yard when I was a kid. He actually set it up. We had this piece of property where our house was like on a corner, and it had like a little, like woodsy area that he set up, and then people could walk by and and sit down in it if they wanted to. Okay, uh, walking along the, the sidewalk. But then uh, you know we we had it. Uh, it moved with us. I don't think we ever set it up when we went to when we lived in upstate New York, and then we we set it up. Here, when my parents moved, lived in Wilbraham. Sure. And then my brother took it back in like, I don't know, 20 years ago uh, before my, my dad passed away and never put it together. He, he just didn't have the time to, you know, you, the, the stuff you, it falls by the wayside and you get caught up and you, you, you don't do it. Sure. Um, so he gave it to me three years ago and the thing just sat on the side of my garage getting buried by dirt and plants and there was an actual there was a there was a tulip that was growing through one of the one of the holes on this thing and, and it's heavy the, the, the each piece is probably 150 pounds it's like the, a, these big concrete things you put the boards through yeah it's an old yeah. it's an old park bench not like the way they make them now where it's all fiberglass and stuff like that but it was a this old park bench and um it was in rough shape and I uh, I said you know what I got I got all this time this week let me just let me just do this so I uh, I started out uh, Saturday mm-hmm. and then it was finished yesterday we we, we put it up but I, I had to uh, wash it all off I tell you scrape what I'm, it all up I'm looking at the uh, the final product that you uh, you put together yeah. That's a damn fine-looking bench. It is a damn fine-looking bench, and I was very happy and proud of myself that I actually did something and finished it throughout the whole week. Now, it, is that the place you're going to leave it? Yeah, I'm going to leave it. It needs a little more landscaping care mm, there. But, yeah, uh, it's a little sloppy, but, you know, that's not me. Yeah, did, did you see uh, all the stuff that I removed oh, from yeah. there? Yeah. There yes. Was like a, yes. Probably a, a jungle's worth of uh, thorn uh, bushes and all that other good stuff. Yeah, and you had to power wash all the filth and dirt off the concrete pieces, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. You know, and I, and I felt like I was here uh, doing that all week because when I was reaching into those bushes, I, I got a little prick on my hand and it felt like I was here already. <laughs> 
Let's you, know? not, you shouldn't talk about Pat yeah. Kelly that way. Ah, I see. But anyway, no, that's good work. Yeah, so, and that took, took you what a couple of days? It took me. Uh, it took me almost the week because I was doing other things in between, and, mm. and and with the humidity, the paint wasn't really drying. Sure, as quick as you'd like it to. Uh, and then my buddy, who uh, he helped me, uh, he did the because he has tools with like woodworking oh, tools. Yeah, yeah. And you had to like shave the the little slats down uh, to to get these things to fit into the holes that are in the bench. Sure. And uh, he has all those. He has all those tools. He's like he's he's my handyman. Everybody needs a friend like that. Yeah. You know, if you asked me, how do you fix a bench? Yeah. I would be like, well, you call a guy and you say, hey, can you fix my bench? His name is his name is Todd, and he works for Columbia Gas. And they make benches over there. Yeah, yeah. He, well, <laughs> he knows how to put a bench together. He knows how to put all this stuff together. I see. So, so in, in between yeah, he, when he, he, built, even in between when houses are blowing up, yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, and then uh, so he he says to me, uh, you know, when we were done yesterday, he's like, well, that's another job for the, and he names all the things that he's helped me with. <laughs> He's like that's uh, Todd's uh, car repair, tire repair, lawnmower repair, yeah. and uh, bench builder uh, kind of thing. But uh, but it came out really nice. I, it I came was, out very I was, nice. It's I was re- very proud of myself that I actually started something and then finished it. And and you should be proud. That's uh, that's pretty good. So you so what else you do? Uh, that well, was that pretty was... much it. I was uh, I didn't really. I went to the Barbie movie with the with the kids. Uh, that was fun. Sure. That was actually a pretty good movie. I know you're not. You're looking I'm not at me feel, like, I'm not feeling it. I mean, I, I would. I, I listen. Everything that Margot Robbie is in, I feel. I feel yeah, that yeah. very, very deeply. But uh, the Barbie thing doesn't really uh, appeal to me. Why? I guess I was never a big Barbie fan. Now, if you're telling me that you got a GI Joe uh, movie coming out, yeah. a GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip, I'm cool with that. I'd be down with that. You have to go see the movie. You're missing out on this whole thing. Man. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have to. You know, see you, the movie. No, you have to. I have to. Yeah, it's 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 part of pop culture, back. So you need to keep up on these things. You know, I'm just about up to here with people's yeah. recommendations. So they say, "Oh, you got to watch this show. You got to watch this movie on uh, Netflix. It's so damn good." And then we watch it. I'm going, "What the hell did I just waste my time yeah. watching this for? It's uh, you know, awful." I didn't waste my time at all. Rhea Perlman is in it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's enough to get me off my seat. Yeah. She she plays the creator of Barbie. Really? Ruth, uh, whatever her name was. Hmm. I didn't pay attention that much to the movie. You only paid attention to the scenes where Margot Robbie that's was in. That's right. Yeah. yeah Which I can was see almost that. every scene. You know that was uh, that was pretty good. It is her movie after all. They did have they did have some good jokes in there. They were talking about uh, beaching off. Beaching off. Yeah, they were uh, they were gonna beach each other off at the beach. The two Ken dolls. Uh huh. Yeah. It sure. Was, uh, it was two pretty, Kens. Two Kens. Interesting. They're, everybody's named Ken, and everybody's named Barbie. Right. Yeah, you really have to see it to get and kind of grasp what's going. on. I have on to see it. Yeah, you do. Or you're just recommending that I see. I'm it. recommending that you see. Highly recommending because that you have see to see it yeah. sounds like you're holding a gun to my head and say you will watch this. I would, and, and I'm not gonna. I don't play that way. Uh, I'm just trying to so we can we can have something to share talk about. See, know, we like, got lots to talk about. No, but it wouldn't it be nice if we both saw the same thing and then we're like, oh yeah, that was a that was a good movie. That Margot Robbie, she's she's really got it going on there. I, I don't 
see myself being able to to get there yeah. before it's uh, out of the theaters. Uh, also took another trip over to the Automist Farm because uh, Buddy wanted to try the steak and cheese hot dog. Can't blame her. And Good then, choice. Uh, I, did, I, I don't know if Marty uh, sent you the little video that I sent of her, of her saying, I, I said, D- do you want ketchup on that hot dog? And she's like, I'm 11, not 5. <laughs> So, uh, but 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 we had a good time. It was a it was a good little vacation. Well, that's it was nice good to, to to get things done. Well, I'm glad you're back, even though I'll be taking a couple of days off this. Week. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 Hey, listen, I'm only good for about two weeks, well, and then I'm gonna take another one, dude. I don't know if I can uh, if I, I can handle this. I real I realize that your pace is like way too oh, yeah. active, yeah. and you need to relax, but. Yeah, I'm gonna need to take a, at least three days off myself. So the only the only uh, the thing about this bench thing that I put up now, you can watch the people throw nip bottles out the window from Route 112 into the off the guardrail. People the and people say they can't entertain themselves anymore. Uh, listen, it's Hilltown Entertainment. <laughs> it's 6:22 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 6:29. And Collective Soul with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and nice today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It's 55 right right now in downtown Springfield. Um, uh, Scott Cohen coming up a little bit later on this hour and uh, maybe, well, after six, uh, 7 o'clock and some other stuff, too. Okay. Would you like to laugh? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. How does an alchemist make his wife happy? I don't know, Steve. How does an alchemist make his wife happy? Elixir. <laughs> ah, Elixir. I get it. I, get it. I don't even understand what that means. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Springfield's classic. 632. With Bax and Nagel at Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A person was hit by a car on Sunday night at Hickory and Walnut Streets in Springfield. According to the fire department, one person was taken to the hospital, and the extent of their injuries is not known. The Springfield Police Department is currently investigating, and uh, 22 News will give you some updates, maybe, if they feel like it. You know? They're promising it, though. <clears throat> yeah, they're promising it. All right, well, I'll hold their feet to the fire on this one. Nearly a dozen arrests over 48 hours in the High and School Street uh, corridor in Springfield with officers bringing in huge amounts of illegal drugs, firearms, and a suspect connected to a recent murder. All of this, officials say, going down in a vacant apartment run by a notorious property manager. The Springfield Police Department is making efforts to suppress crime, and they hope there's uh, some that help to follow. More than 100 grams of crack cocaine, 37 grams of heroin, Divided into 18 individual baggies, uh, half a dozen firearms, thousands of dollars in cash, and 11 suspects were arrested by uh, Springfield police late last week in a coordinated crackdown. That's uh, quite a haul. That's a good haul. Uh, A few of those 11 are repeat offenders previously arrested and recently released. Some of the charges include domestic violence prompted by a now familiar refrain from the city and police leadership. Uh, my police department does this day in and day out. What really froths me is the courts and some of these judges need to back us up. They continue to let these repeat offenders back onto the streets. It's got to stop. That's uh, Springfield Mayor Dom Dom. Uh, according to those arrested is uh, Michael Perez Cruz, who is now charged with the murder of Sean Delgado. 
on the 600 block of State Street on June 19th. Perez Cruz is, is just one of those repeat offenders. He was arrested two months ago on drug charges for Ill- illegally riding a dirt bike, then four days before the alleged murder, arrested and released on bail for firearms charges. Perfect. <sighs> Perfect. That's what happened. Back in the streets is exactly where he should be. What what happened to the, or I guess that's just sentencing. Remember, they there used to be a sign when you drove into Massachusetts that said, "You have an illegal firearm. You're going to spend at least two years in a facility." How come that sounds like Fat Albert? I don't know. It was more like a, oh, it was I, like a Kermit and a Fat Albert. Oh, yeah, okay, I can hey, see that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, there used to be that big sign when yeah. you drove in the state, and then they took that sign down. I don't remember when they took that down. When they realized that people with, yeah. with the gun crimes are usually getting like three or four days in jail. I was going to say, it was, was it when the judge goes, yeah, you, you can get out on this shotgun tree. Well, you shot somebody, Pfft, no big deal. This is you only your fifth offense. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you go on your own personal recognizance to do that. But yeah, I, so, I can see the frustration from the mayor and the uh, police commission. Well, you know, here's the other frustrating part. I mean, okay, yes, a lot of these people that were arrested, 11 people, I think we can all assume that most of them will, will get out and uh, will pass, will pay bail, and they'll be uh, back to commit more crimes because, you know, it just emboldens them to, to do more. But like everything else, uh, when you when you lose 11 players on your team, mm-hmm. there's usually another 11 that are willing to be uh, your starting uh, lineup. So my guess is this is 11 people. Probably eleven other people living in that but, same in that same neighborhood well, that are just as uh, just as tainted as the as the first. I'm I'm pretty sure this was the first string that was arrested. Yeah, the second string. Yeah, uh, they're not as good as the first string, the, and they'll probably be arrested Here, again. Here's the problem with criminals: yeah. there's there's always a farm system. Yes, they're always. <laughs> even though the, there's a trading deadline tomorrow, uh, they're always looking for new recruits. Well, at the uh, at the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge, we do the the draft, uh, the big draft every year. <laughs> and uh, Mikel Cruz from uh, Springfield uh, will be taken by the Hamden County <laughs> Sheriff's Department with the 15th pick in the yeah. draft, with a long history of yeah. pickpocketing and drug abuse. It's Fred Johnson of yeah. Mason Square. He's on a 15-day contract with the, uh, <laughs> with, with the county jail. Rarely do these guys sign long-term guaranteed deals. Uh, the string of arrests, including the apprehension of Cruz, is largely playing out in the high school, uh, Temple, and Union Street areas. Now, that's not high school. No. That's high school. And what were the other two? Uh, Temple and Union. Temple and Union. Yeah. Don't go to high school. Go to school high. That's the way they say it down there. Yeah, no, I think that's a uh, high and school street. Uh, in and around vacant uh, apartments managed by Springfield Gardens continuing a troubling trend. On Monday, Dom Dom, uh, Claproot, and other uh, community leaders plan to gather for a rally to call on Springfield Gardens to take control of their properties and to encourage the court system to keep these violent criminals behind bars. Listen. I knew a good landlord once. His name was Mr. Furley. He didn't take any kind of nonsense up there. We're going to put him in there in that Springfield Gardens. You think uh, you think Mr. Mr. Roper might uh, might be involved in that too? Mr. and Mrs. Roper might have been involved, but I can guarantee you this. Yeah. They're no longer going to the Regal Beagle. No, they're not. Since that's no longer in business. Well, they can't go to the Regal Beagle anyway because, uh, you know, you can't drink when you're out on a 
a, a ankle unbe- bracelet. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you know, I've uh, I've seen things, and I know that uh, the last time I was in the Regal Beagle, there were lots of ankle bracelets in the in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Did that fall down there again? <laughs> that was the, the the naked gun when he's. She when when Priscilla Presley is up in the ceiling grabbing stuff grabbing files from the ceiling and she pulls down the beaver and he says you know nice beaver. beaver and she goes thanks I just had it stuffed and then he says well that's a nice ankle bracelet and she goes oh did that fall down there again <laughs> Iron Duke Brewing in Ludlow hosted a Babes Brews and Browsing Market on Sunday which featured a slew of local women-owned businesses showing off their products. Everything from handmade soaps to fresh flowers to homemade sourdough bread, there was something for everyone at Sunday's Market. Uh, I think uh, anything that is women-based nowadays is a really great idea to do. Well, you, when you sell it like that, babes, brews, and browsing, it sounds uh, like, uh, like, like you're going to look up some chicks on the internet. Well, you know, listen, I, I'm not trying to uh, cast you know any level of concern here, but if you tried doing this in East Hampton, Oh. They would consider this to be a microaggression. I, I would say, what? Well, yes. Babes, brews, and browsing. And, what yeah. do you mean by browsing? Yeah, what do you mean, browse? I'm offended by that Yeah, term. That, that seems like a microaggression to me. Babes and brews and browsing. It does sound like a, like you're looking up uh, yeah. some kind of like keywords on lobster tube. <laughs> <laughs> Babes, brews, and browsing. How many of those videos will pop up? I think that's a not a bad idea. Yeah. You can uh, get away with that in Ludlow. East Hampton, not a chance. Mosquitoes that carry West Nile virus are becoming resistant to insecticides. According to the CDC, the combination of an unusually wet season from rainfall, melting snowpacks, and intense heat waves this year appears to be dramatically increasing the mosquito populations. The CDC says that mosquitoes have become increasingly resistant to the insecticides that our communities use in mass uh, sprays to try to kill the bugs and their eggs. But now, as the bugs grow stronger the, than insecticides, they're also increasing in dramatic numbers in certain pockets of the country. So far this year, there have been 69 giggity human cases of West Nile in the U.S., according to the CDC. Mosquitoes are jerks, too. I don't like them. I don't like, uh, I don't like bugs. I'm not afraid of them. I just don't like them. I got, uh, they get the guy, uh, I, got, I got a guy that comes and sprays for ticks mm-hmm. in my yard. Right. It's a lovely scent. It's like a it's like a perfume almost. Really? Yeah. It smells really good. And they they use like a leaf blower thing to blow it onto the uh oh, no the shrubbery. So yeah. like it's like a powder or is it like a, like a, a liquid? It looks like a liquid. It's, like, it's got a, like a backpack. It's mm. like one of them backpack leaf blower looking things, but yeah. instead of blowing air, it's blowing the stuff all around and it gives a, <sighs> a nice aroma to the backyard. Listen, I know that by killing off mosquitoes, mm-hmm. you kill them all. You know, it would be bad for the ecology. It would be uh, it would be bad. You can't you can't kill them all. You shouldn't kill them all. But look what's happened. We've spent the last five hundred years trying to get rid of these things. You know, whether it's like you know bug zappers, mosquito uh, you know, magnets, or DEET. You know, whatever you yeah. want to spray on yourself. And look what happens. Now you've got some sort of robo mutant mosquito. With the West Nile virus and a million other different diseases yeah. like malaria. And here we are, you know, they're coming back. And they're coming back pissed. And they're gonna and they're gonna say when you know they get into their like little mosquito lodge to the meetings, you know what? I've had just about enough of these humans trying to knock us off. Yeah. It's time to retaliate and go at it hard. 
I think it's what's happening now. What you've got now, you've, you've got like a master race of mosquitoes that are looking to infiltrate our society. You know, our lo- our peace loving society. What are the what is the function of a mosquito other than to just be a jerk and bite you? Well, uh, mosquitoes are eaten by other pests, other animals, uh-huh. and if you want to have other animals, they have to eat the bugs. Yeah, but the and other then animals- other animals eat those animals that eat the bugs. Yeah, but uh, can't like. Uh- I don't know. When we have uh, all bacon, all of a sudden the price of bacon went up to $10 a a pound or something like that. We would eat less bacon, and we would just find a different meat to eat. Sure. I think uh, the animals that eat mosquitoes could not find another type of insect to eat? Perhaps. But, you know, again, uh, you know, mosquitoes are eaten by spiders, ants, birds, some fish, some plants— uh, and other mosquitoes will eat each other. So it's part of the food chain. Ultimately, it works up to, you know, highly sophisticated uh, beings like humans. Yeah. And look what 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 uh, what dangers they pose. You don't know what you... If you get stung by a mosquito, you don't know if he's a healthy mosquito, just like a normal little bloodsucker, or he's carrying around West Nile virus, Triple E, or, uh, or malaria. You don't even know. Well, you got to... Listen, uh, before you come and suck my blood, you're going to have to go get tested. I'm sorry. I don't just let anybody suck suck, suck my blood. Right. You know. <laughs> and I don't blame you for you feeling wanna, that you way. Wanna, you want to uh, stick that thing in me? You're going to have to go get tested. Yeah. And if you come back positive for West Nile, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, why, do you, why do you wrap that stinger yeah. before you do anything? Hey, uh, yesterday, thousands of people gathered at the Mullen Center in Amherst for the Exercise Patients 2023 Convention of Jehovah's Witnesses. That must have been a humdinger. That had to be a lot of laughs. And, uh, all right, everybody get together. Uh, let me go through the list of birthdays. Well, nobody's celebrating any of these. We'll just throw <laughs> that list out. We don't have any. We don't have any. Um, uh, how'd you get all those all those well dressed people into one place on a Sunday? Well, uh, you know what you know what I'm I'm thinking it would kind of look like um, with all the pamphlets being handed out. Sure. It probably looked like Vegas, you know, the night after you go out and they got all the leaflets on the ground of all the strip clubs that were playing. <laughs> yeah, okay. These are all the leaflets from the uh, from the Jehovah's Witness thing. You know, I mean, uh, listen, uh, yeah, it's hard hard be it for me to yeah. be critical of anyone's faith. I'm not uh, I'm not playing it that way, but uh, but do you think they get together and have like uh, like 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 motivational sales? tactics at these uh, conventions i mean the, like new ways of knocking on doors and passing out the uh, watchtower well, well listen uh, you know you say that about uh, mocking faith i'm not mocking faith no i'm not i'm, not, I'm talking <laughs> about me and and frankly uh you know the only thing that you're really made fun of being a jehovah's witness is the fact that uh you're kind of a busybody and you knock on doors and uh, you know that's part of your thing yeah. that's a good stereotype to have yeah yeah, you go to the Catholics, you're like, you know, oh, oh yeah. God, you wouldn't want to leave a kid alone with that guy. You no know, kidding. I mean, you know, would you rather have that stigma or would you rather have the stigma Listen, of uh, being an annoying door knocker? There, there are things to, there are things to fear in the Catholic Church. Yeah, hey, I don't know if you really feel, if you're fearing not having a birthday party or celebrating uh, your your non-religious holidays, well, then that's your business. But uh, we re- we recall what you do as you walk up the driveway. And yes. that's that's our primary understanding of Jehovah's Witnesses. 
I had uh, somebody walk up to my house once and put one of those. Pam- I'm like, you walked all the way up there, yeah, to, to put that pamphlet on the door. That's some that's, that's some dedication to you're your damn faith right. right there. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast is going to be really nice today. Sunny with a high of 81. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Fields Classic Rock at 651. And Jimi Hendrix of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and nice today. High of 81 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 77. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm I'm actually digging this cool weather here that we're having. Yeah, I like the break. Yeah, I mean, yesterday was a really, really nice day. After you know, a couple of days of you know pouring rain and uh, and, and muggy air, I'm yeah. I'm cool with the with yesterday. Uh, Saturday Saturday was pretty muggy out until you know the storms. Once the storms moved in, then then you were fine after that. But uh, we got we got invited to a a pig roast on Saturday. Ah, oh, up awesome. in the oh, listen. Uh, so this is this was like a, a friend of my daughter's. I don't know. They play softball together, and then the, the, these. Folks, the nice folks invited us up there to their house up in Worthington, and they had this big pig roast. And they, the guy like raises pigs, I guess, and you know, and they they chop it up and eat them. Then we eat them. Oh, right? that sounds great. So, uh, first of all, I love like slow roasted pork. Like, there's nothing better than like no. a fat dripping down, like a nice piece of. You just if some people can't get over the fact that. You got a dead animal laying there, and uh, you know there's apples uh, in it, yeah, all these yeah. cavities, and uh, you know you're, you're you're eating that stuff. But it's there's there's something about, especially somebody who knows what they're doing. Now the guy that was that was cooking this pig, right? I don't. He wasn't. He didn't. I don't think he owned. He didn't own anything on on the farm. I think he was just cooking cooking the pig. When he was introduced, he was missing some fingers. That's the kind of guy you want cooking your a pig. Yeah. Because this guy has done some stuff and has learned from his mistakes along the way. You well, know what the, I mean? The, the, the fingers may not have been lost in the hog uh, roasting process. He no, may have lost it in other ways. Well, maybe in the butchering process. Who knows? Perhaps. But uh, but that's the kind of guy I would trust uh, giving me a pig is the guy that's missing some fingers because he's seen some stuff. Yeah, you know, the, this you you bring up a good point. Yeah. How many times have you seen a guy? Uh, he's got he's got a a fresh clean apron. Yeah, you know, he's got fresh you know barbecue tools yeah. that seem to be like that are still in a in a in like a plastic case or in, in or in yeah. like a canvas bag or whatever but it's all very well organized and yeah. he's like oh yeah I'm a real grill master and he winds up ruining everything cuz the guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing the guy you're talking about you're right yeah. that's the he, guy that does know what he's yeah, doing that's the guy you, uh, somebody who knows some danger you've seen some danger and you're probably not afraid of a lot of stuff yeah. because you know what yeah whatever that's scary i had my finger cut off back on a bandsaw back in 1975 yeah Years ago, when we were playing softball, there was a there was another team that we played. And I don't want to say you know who they were were from, but I remember this very vividly. He was the kind of guy you knew he knew what he was doing because yeah. he had he had built smokers yeah, yeah, out of yeah, old yeah, yeah. oil yeah. barrels, yeah. like you know, yeah. the, and it was he did it himself. You know, he did all the welding, everything. He the dude knew what he did, he knew what he was doing, and he made like a hundred pounds of 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 roasted pork. Oh, so good, oh. isn't it? Unbelievable, I mean, and we all got to take some home. That was even better. Like, like a whole gallon Ziploc bag of 
pork that I just ate in the car on my way home. That's absolutely so great. And and then this uh, this final product was absolutely delicious. And then somebody made. I always uh, always try to find out, but I you know I don't know who did what. Somebody made a mac and cheese. Yeah, that was like. There must have been like Asiago and Gouda in it mm-hmm. with smoked ham. Oh, yeah. And then those French's French fried onions yeah, yeah. over the top. Oh, and yeah. Baked. I've never had it like that before, and that's going to be my new thing now, putting the French French's onions over it. That's that's pretty damn good. That's awful good. Yeah. that's It even sounds good just thinking about it. Well, I mean, Ooh. it's a yeah, yeah, it's a it's a hilltown tradition. You you go to the guy that has no fingers to cook you cook you a, a pig. That's well, the, remember the, the I think it was like Anthony Bourdain who yeah. said, if you want to go to like a good Chinese restaurant, go to one that's not clean because they're focused on the food rather than the cleanliness of the restaurant. No, that was that wasn't Anthony Bourdain. That was a TikTok video. We listened to that guy. That's all I needed to hear. He was he he. I think he owned it. His family owned a Chinese restaurant. He said, "Always go for the three stars because Americans are so snobby when it comes to, you know, service and and like the decor of a place. Yeah. Than they are worried about the actual service and the food. Three stars usually pretty good. Uh, it just uh, hit me though. I, I remember my dad. He lost a finger. He did. Yeah, he put he must have he put his hand inside of like a like a box on a like an electrical box, and it had a pulley in there, uh-huh. and, the, and the and the glove that he had on got caught uh, in the pulley, geez. and it ripped it off. It was <clears throat> his middle finger, so he had like a stub, right, in the middle finger. <laughs> and then uh, you know uh, my uh, he was fine with it, I guess, until my my sister walked up and called him old nine and a half. <laughs> What's going on, old nine and a half? And that was the last thing she remembered before her body was on the other side of the room at that point. You're missing a finger. You're not missing a fist. All, yeah. all nine, yeah. Old nine and a half is now a full six under. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's 6.57 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I'm a huge fan of rare and potentially valuable sports collectibles. Are you kidding me? I'm crazy about that stuff. From my official set of Joe Sambito beanbag chairs to my Rick Carlisle set of Precious Moment figurines to my Cam Neely pair of Game Time Tube Socks, I've got it all. Of course, i got some dumb stuff too, but I'll get to that some other time. This weekend, more than $102,500 was spent at auction for an officially licensed pure mint condition Manning football trading card. $102,500. Which Manning card was it? Was it a rookie card for Peyton Manning? Perhaps a valuable Eli card? Maybe it was a vintage rookie card from their dad, Archie Manning. Well, it might surprise you to know that this card was featuring the oldest son of the other Manning brother. You know, the one that didn't play football. I'm talking about Arch Manning, the starting or incoming quarterback for the University of Texas Longhorns. That's right. Somebody just spent six figures on a training card for a college football player. Now, granted... This money did go to charity, and yes, the rules do allow a college athlete to use his or her name and likeness for the purposes of marketing. But here's my issue. It's not with a kid. It's about the dope that just spent $102,500 to buy it. For $102,500, I could send my college-age kid to the University of Texas for almost two years. 
It'll cost you more than $59,000 to send your out-of-state kid to the University of Texas, not counting books, supplies, and other assorted sundries and notions. And yet, some dope has the sort of disposable income to waste on a college football trading card for charity? It's not even a good charity. It's going to help some healthcare foundation that apparently helps people. Do you really want to help people? How about using that money to help a bunch of broke-ass parents send their kid to an overpriced state school? Instead, you chose to spend $102,000 on a trading card for an 18-year-old freshman quarterback that hasn't played a single game yet. And you thought my Cam Neely tube socks were stupid? Look who's the big idiot now. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Whatever's for dinner, you can grill it, roast it, bake it with a big green egg. See Michael at the East Lawman of Rockies. He's got Rocky's big green egg, egg uh, knowledge of from top to bottom. Knows the stuff. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 and Aerosmith. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. And it is still 709. <laughs> in the studio, what a delight to welcome you back. Oh. Especially after car- carrying both of you on my heavy shoulders for a full five days. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know, it's I, Scott uh, Cohen. I oh, heard- hi. I heard him uh, bitching about that last week. All the work that he had to do. Yeah, well, you know, I, I felt I really did feel bad uh, because you sent me. You know, I said I was going on vacation, uh-huh. and then you sent me a note. I guess it might have been on Sunday, um, saying, "Are you doing sports this week?" And I'm like, "No." Well, because you've been away before. Yeah. Like in Europe, for example. For example. Where you, you still sent the sports report. I did. But you just didn't come here on Monday, which right. is fine. But, you know, just like, you know, I was already doing, uh, you know, doing you know, my thing, then Steve's thing, and then your thing. It's right. like, uh, it's quite a burden. Well, it's about time you did. You actually did some work around. Well, here. I don't. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, you've noticed my record, but I think I've done okay over you here. You have done okay. Yeah. And you know what? So I was going to tell you that I was going to give you uh, give you a hard time, but in but in a good way. You know, I was listening to your. Um, how, how many of the uh, the views from the couch do you do? You do two, right? Two a day. Two a day. And I I, I listen to the one um, at uh, right after the six o'clock hour after I get out of the gym, and um, you know what? You're you're funny. You're actually you're actually an amusing character. Yes. I listened to that. And you I, seem surprised. I'm not it's I don't want to use the word surprised. That, You've known me for almost thirty I years. Have. And you're just figuring this out but, now. Yeah, but sometimes you need, you know, just a, a reminder. Huh, well, and I listened to it, you know, you have the funny lines about Ezekiel Elliott and sure. the and the trade deadline and you know, it I there it was times, actually it was pretty good. There are times when I accidentally trip over being clever. It, was it doesn't happen clever. very often. Clever, yeah, clever. clever. I'd be happy with it's very clever. clever. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk en- about, enough about me. Let's talk about me. Yeah, let's talk about what you think about me. Right. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, so the the rumor is, yeah. is that he was in town. He Bill was Be- he was in town. Bill Belichick is not even acknowledging that he was around. All right, so I only to comment on players who are on my team. But there was you know the rumors that uh, Elliot and Mac Jones were having dinner. Yep. At a restaurant that'll charge you ninety six bucks for a you six ounce s- steak. You said that. Uh, be that as it may, 
when you look at where this guy is at in his career, mm-hmm. he's still only 28 years old. He probably has a couple years left. Totally does. As a running back, he's got a fairly impressive stack Resume. of stats. Yep. Um, every time they bring in a big-time free agent, I guess right now I, I, I'm starting to feel like well, how who's gonna who's gonna outbid the Patriots on this guy? Well, that's and that's the bottom line. He's not he's not with the Cowboys for many reasons. One of them is he, they don't want to pay him the, the kind of money that he wants to command because of the aforementioned resume you talked about. Yeah, and I just and that's that's the stumbling block with that may come up that pro, excuse me probably will come up here. A uh, he's available. B they certainly need the help at that position. But see, he's gonna ask for a lot of money, and they did. You know, they didn't. Um, they've passed before when the dollar figure has been close. Yeah. He's gonna ask for a lot of money backs. I understand that, and I'm not saying that he wouldn't, under normal circumstances, deserve it. Mm-hmm. But there's been this trend over the, over this past yes uh, off season to not pay a lot of money yep. for that position anymore, right? And there, there are multiple reasons for it. I mean, the least of which is it's one of the uh, positions that uh, has the least amount of longevity yep. because of the punishment that running backs endure every time they touch a football. Sure. They're usually pummeled so that they you know can't gain yardage. That makes sense to me. But a running back, you know, a guy who's adding yards to your offense effectively to me, is worth every bit as much as anybody else on that offense, apart from maybe the quarterback. And unless you got a star running back, you know, uh, then money needs to be put somewhere. And I, I just don't understand why there's this diminished, um, uh, you know, respect for that position all of a sudden. Sure, you know, running backs have been, you know, have been a very important component of the NFL for years. Right, but the, I, you know, in 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 recent years, say like the last five or ten years, especially. Uh, skill, with the exception of, of quarterbacks, skill position players are not worth what they used to uh, get, getting the kind of money they used to command. They really feel like with with wide receivers and running backs, they they're just they're looked at now as interchangeable parts right. and not <clears throat> um, not the foundation of, of your offense. And again, the thing he would be he would be the perfect distraction for the receiving core because he does have enough talent where you've got to keep an eye on that guy if he's healthy and in your backfield. Um, But I again, it's just going to come. It's going to come down to the money. He's going to sit there and say, let's just say it's, you know, um, I'm just saying ten million dollars just for a figure. If I want ten. I know that somebody is going to pay me 10 or pay me 12. Yeah. The Patriots are only going to pay eight. And that's what's going to happen here. Could they use him? Yes. Would he make a big difference? Yes. It's all about, it's always been about the money with Bill Belichick. Well, it's not like, you know, like uh, last weekend uh, or last week, Barkley uh, signs a $10 million one-year contract with yep. the Giants. Yep. And, they, a- and they, after he was threatening to hold out, yep. wanting a, yeah, and is disappointed with ten million dollars. Yes, I would not be so disappointed with the ten million dollar paycheck. Well, of course not. But but again, he he's actually 
the perfect example of of a guy you sit there and say this is a superstar in the biggest sports second or biggest sports market you know in the world for uh for all intent and purpose and they were the giants were not willing to pay him the kind of money that he thought he deserved they they're, they're they just don't pay that kind of money for those positions anymore the uh, the Major League Baseball trading deadline is tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow at six o'clock Eastern um, time. There's a I, you know, and I I don't know what you've heard if you've heard anything. I mean, I've read that you know, Kyan Bloom is you know is looking at every possible option, but yep. as of right now, no major, no real big moves at all. I mean, the the, the Hernandez trade he, he is, is, to is, is the one, Dodgers, yep. but other than that, pretty quiet. It is quiet, but I have a feeling that they are they are going to be very, very busy in what the next uh, 12, 20, 24, 36 hours. He's um, Sean McAdam, who used to be a, a colleague of mine when I worked in Boston. Uh, he now writes for MassLive.com. They're, I mean, they're talking about uh, the possibility of Alex Verdugo being uh, a piece in some trade. Uh, Adam Duval, uh, a piece. Uh, these, you know, these are guys that that last week you would not have figured that they would try to part with. Uh, they, there are things that they need. A starting pitcher. I, I think, I think all bets are off, and I think the Red Sox are going to be super, super busy. We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because you were too busy uh, putting, you know, burdening me with that, all that extra work. That'll be fine. But uh, the the Celtics signing uh, Jalen Brown to that supermax contract. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. an extraordinary amount of money. Yeah. But I think what people need to understand is he's only going to be the highest paid NBA player for about a week. A week. And, uh, right. and, you know, because the league has increased the salary cap by a significant m- amount of money per team, yep. which allows every team, if they have a player who's qualified for a Supermax contract, right. could sign that player to the exact same amount of money that, uh, that Jalen Brown has gotten he's not even the best player on the team i mean that one's coming up next summer yep but yeah never, that, that exactly yeah but it, at what point uh does the economics of this no longer work out because i mean it, I, it it just seems i mean it's a lot of money but it just seems that you know basketball will become further and further disenfranchised from fans when you find out that a player is making 75 to 100 million dollars a year to play and guys, you and the guys whose names you you don't even recognize are making fifty million dollars a year. A, I'm really glad they did it. He's a great player. That tandem will be together, um, him and Tatum, for you know for years with each other. Right. Uh, and the and you know to your point with the with the economics backs, if they didn't have the money, uh, they would they wouldn't give it to him. The money is there. It's it's just it's astronomical. I'm just glad they did it. He's a great player. Uh, and what else you got? The U.S. Women's Soccer yep. playing tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. They've kind of gotten themselves in a in a situation when they tied the Netherlands. So I guess either a win a win or a draw, and they move on to uh, what's you know the knockout round uh, uh, round of sixteen. Um, if they lose, um, I guess the Netherlands has to uh, lose or tie 
against Vietnam uh, for the Americans to to make it. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So they've got to they have to win or tie tomorrow to get themselves to the next round. I'm a little surprised that uh, that uh, the U.S. beat Vietnam because you know, our history with them is not yeah, always well, been great. Last time we they got yeah. they got after each other. Yeah, they, they were tena- of, they were tenacious back kind of, in the early seventies. Kind of, they battled to a draw. They so, really they yeah. re- they fought hard. Well, as the years go by, times change. <laughs> You're telling me. You're telling me I haven't I haven't watched very much of it at, at all. It's just you know I know that that soccer has is has changed and you've got you know players being offered ridiculous sums of money to either play here in the United States or play for the Saudis. It's a remarkable change in the way the economics of sports are transitioning. We don't care. You know, listen. I know we care. We do. Uh, we don't. But we don't care about soccer the way. Uh, people around the other places around the world do it's the biggest game biggest game in the world and the other big thing with this with this the women's world cup and we i think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when it's on the it's, it's the other side of the world you don't know from one day to the next is it is it today is it tomorrow is it tuesday is it wednesday it's the same thing that happens with the australian open tennis tournament it's one of the grand slam events and it just kind of falls by the wayside because it's it takes place on the other side of the world uh, hard to believe we're still just 11 days away from the Patriots preseason yeah. for first game happening uh, against uh, against Houston. But that's uh, what not, uh, 11 days away. And you can listen to the games here on Rock 102. Uh, listen, listen, you'll be in a company. Oh, boy. There, you yeah. know, that's the way it goes. All right. Well, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys, too. Welcome back, Steve. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, great to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> well, glad I participated. Hey, nice job on that bench. Hey, thanks so much. I saw uh, that on your Facebook uh, yeah, page. Yeah, that, uh, that came out pretty nice. It right? actually did. I could, I could still hear my old man yelling about it uh, in the background. I wanted to know how many coats of red paint he put on it. He only he put two. Yeah. I might have gone three or four, but you know it's not it's my best. Pressure treated wood, uh, Scott. Oh, uh, well. it's not going to rot away. Don't oh. worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Right, yeah. Thanks, thanks uh, for the update. I'll stick to my yeah. stuff, and you yeah, stick to your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's seven twenty-two with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Seven twenty-eight. And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You know, I'm going to let Dan Brown give you the forecast. You don't have to do it all yeah. yourself. Right. <laughs> You just you just come back from vacation. Uh, who can expect a, a whole hell of a lot out of you today? The workload around here is ridiculous. Well, you got to take a nap with when Scott was in the studio. Oh well, well actually, no, I got stuff together for <laughs> later on, but that's okay. He he uh, he he's like a, he's like a, a a big hot air balloon that once you once you poke it. All the air starts to come out. It makes it's a, a huge balloon, yeah. so a lot of hot air comes out of and that. It, and it keeps making that farting sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then i got to turn up the, the, the air conditioner in the studio <laughs> to cool it off in here because it's so hot. We have news next to Rock Auto 2. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A nice, cool, comfortable start this morning. We'll see lots of sunshine as well. Just a few clouds mixing in this afternoon. It'll stay comfortable today with temperatures topping off near 80. Can't rule out an isolated shower as we go into the late afternoon and evening with a weak front moving through. Mainly clear tonight. Cool. Temps falling in the low to mid-50s. Nice tomorrow. Lots of sunshine, warm but dry with highs in the upper 70s. Clear, cool, comfortable tomorrow night as temps fall into the upper 40s and lower 50s. And for Wednesday, mostly sunny, dry, pleasant with high temperatures in the upper 70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. If there is nothing more soothing than the sound of a refreshing iced coffee under the warm summer sun, we've got good news for you. Yeah, this summer, Duncan is shaking things up with even more ice drinks to chill with. 
Like the uh, the Dunkin' Salted Caramel Cold Brew. It's like no other cold brew you've ever had before. Sweet, subtly salty caramel uh, cold brew topped with the uh, caramel cream cold foam and a surprising burnt sugar topping. Mmm, burnt sugar topping. Summer sounds so good. And, and it, it tastes even better. Well, you, we could say that together. And it, it tastes even better. better. Only at Dunkin'. Dunkin'. America, America runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. It's a limited time offer and terms apply. America, it's time to gear up and get out there in a new Ford vehicle. And it all starts at your local Ford dealer during the Discover Summer Sales Event. Choose from a great selection of Ford trucks and SUVs equipped with the tech and comfort you need to discover your best summer ever. With a large inventory in stock, now is the best time to trade in, trade up, and discover summer with Ford. This is your time to discover summer at your local Ford dealer. How does making $2,000 in exchange for coming to work with a family-owned aerospace overhaul and repair station sound? Turbine Controls, a.k.a. TCMRO, is offering a $2,000 sign-on bonus for the following positions. Blenders, plasma spray, quality inspectors, and machinists. They also offer a 15% shift differential for second shift. TCMRO wants to hire you for your specialized skills and experience. In addition to the sign-on bonus, all positions are full-time and eligible for a complete benefit package with generous time off, including paid vacation, plus paid personal days that you can use or save for the next year. TCMRO holds yearly employee events such as appreciation lunches, summer picnics, and holiday parties. They're willing to train, but you must have some prior experience in these types of positions. Good attendance, good work ethic, and a positive attitude. TCMRO, conveniently located at 5 Old Windsor Road in Bloomfield, Connecticut. To apply, please send a resume to hr at tcimro.com. That's hr at tcimro.com. 7.32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Cruz and Ludlow were, uh, were on the scene uh, responding to a multi- or single motor vehicle accident on Pool Street yesterday morning. According to the Ludlow Police Department, officers received a call around 7.58 a.m. for reports of a car crashing into a tree in the area of Pool Street. Officials confirmed that the driver of the vehicle was transported to the hospital. Non-life-threatening injuries caused the crash is still under investigation. Crews in Springfield responded to the area of Union Street and East Columbus Avenue on Saturday afternoon. Officials uh, confirmed uh, no injuries reported. The arson and bomb squad are investigating the cause of the fire. Did you notice I didn't mention what happened? Because it wasn't written what happened. So what happened? I don't know. This is the way the story... Crews in Springfield responded to the area of Union Street and East Columbus Avenue on Saturday afternoon. You know, last week when I was doing news for you, um, I saw a number of stories from a number of sources that I thought when I saw the headlines, well, that sounds like an interesting story. I would like to find out more. And then I clicked through the story, read the information that was there. Yeah. And I realized as I was looking through it that there was no information there. Like nothing explained what just happened. Like it was like, like if if you, like in this case, you know, okay. So there's uh, some sort of accident that happened on uh, union and, Columbus Avenue. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Why did you call in the uh, the bomb squad? A car fire. It was a car fire. See, they have a picture of the f- car fire. Right. But they don't mention anything in the story that it was an actual car fire. 
I guess because uh, TV is more visual maybe. rather than oral, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see, as a, I'm not a trained uh, news journalist like like yourself, so I had to, uh, I had to kind of pick and choose, you know, which stories I want. Was there enough of a story there for me to use? And many of the times, the answer was no. It was no story. No, no story. None. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What, uh, well, there was a car fire, and now it's out. Well, good. Thank See, you. It's harder to find what the reason was they were talking, or the story that they were talking about, yeah. why they were talking about like, it. Like, I would find it interesting to find out, well, why was there a car fire? Was it something mechanical? Yeah, somebody- was something going on inside the car that may have bloated up? Oh, it, it was, uh, speaking of uh, car... It was something in, was it Sturbridge or Southbridge last week? There was a car fire where all the windows blew out on the car. Did uh-huh. you see this? I did. And it was uh, suspected that a woman might have been doing some sort of drug activity in the car? Yes. The Steve Nagel College of Knowledge has an entire course section on how to do your drugs in your vehicle mm-hmm. safely without causing an explosion. Like... Pulled over to the side of the road or in a parking lot. Yeah, driving and doing drugs is not a good mix. No, not the not what you want to do. No, you always need to, you need to find an old camper like they did on Breaking Bad. You know, find an old mm-hmm. motorhome that you can uh, revamp and turn into a drug den versus you know trying to do it out of the cup holder right. in your Prius or a condemned building, for example. That would be a good yeah. place to do it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Any a kind of abandoned building mm-hmm. uh, that uh, no no uh, law enforcement might be patrolling uh, yeah. near railroad tracks, perhaps. But you uh, got to stay off the roads. Yeah. Uh, police in Chester have discovered multiple firearms in the trunk of a vehicle after conducting a traffic stop on Saturday afternoon, according to the Chester Blanford Police Chief Dubiel, who doesn't have a first name apparently. Is it Doobie L or Dubiel? Like that's his last name. Uh. Oh, it's you know what Doobie L. Maybe yeah. that's what like, like uh, Doobie like, L. But period. Like, like you don't you don't know his last name is, but you do know his first name is Doobie. Like Doby Gillis. Right. Yeah. Yes. Do- Doobie L. Yeah. Chief Doobie L. Okay. And uh, can live with that. Anyway, the officer stopped a vehicle with Georgia plates for traveling above the posted speed limit. The individual was driving an unregistered, uninsured vehicle across the country. Across country, it's not really. You'll never cr- make. Is it. it really across the country, or is it up and down the country? If you're coming from the south, <sighs> up across the country, I would say would be like from here to San Francisco. Mm, yeah, but if you're, but it, you know, yeah, I suppose east-west travel makes more sense. If you say across, yeah, but he said he was dro- driving up to New England from uh, uh, Florida. Then I think you're just driving up or driving down. But across would be, yes, east to west or west to east. The driver notified Chief Doobie L of the multiple firearms and round of ammunition in the vehicle before the search and found them in the car carrier that was in the vehicle. The operator was placed under arrest at the Hamden County Jail for multiple firearms violations as bail is set at $5,000. Yeah, that is the weird thing to me about Chester, Mass, is in Hamden County. It's the town after my. If you're like going west on Route 20, yeah, uh, Huntington Russell, I believe, is in Hamden County. Huntington is uh, Hampshire County, right? Chester is Hamden County, 
and then it goes to Berkshire County when you get to like Beckett and all that stuff. Isn't that that's a weird how they map that out and yeah. why that doesn't even border any other towns that are in Hamden County. I always find it very confusing when you're going from like one town to the other and then back to the new town, just going straight. Like on Route 20. Yeah. You know, you're in Palmer, and all of a sudden you're in Munson where the uh, uh, the Magic Lantern was, then you're back in Palmer. Well, Wilbraham's like that too when you're on the pike. You go That's from right. like Wilbraham to Ludlow to Wilbraham. That's right. Yeah, because it's like the little appendix sticking out. Yes. From the border. That's right. I don't wonder how they, these towns got... There was a there was a whole show, uh, how the states got their shapes. Did you ever see that? I did not, but you talked about this before. And a lot of it had to do with water supplies. You know, when you when you look at the different the different, um, like it's right there in Congamon too. Sure, everyone's like fighting that, over that like, waterway. But, but right, but isn't it like the one? It's is it more Connecticut or more Massachusetts? I think it's more Massachusetts. Believe so. Yeah. It's all. It all had to do with water supplies when they were drawing up these border lines. I don't even know how they. Never do really that. understood why um, border lines, state or city border lines, couldn't just be flat, straight lines. Well, it feels like I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. You keep on pushing my love over oh, the border, border line. We gotta listen to that later. Uh, the West Springfield Police is asking for your help in identifying. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. We do not play enough Madonna on we, this show. We should play more Madonna. Why not? She's a classic rock artist you know, by I, now. I was talking to my kid last week. She's like a huge Taylor Swift fan, like just beyond, you know, uh, more so than normal people would be a sure. Taylor Swift fan. And I said, uh, you know, one day you're going to be uh, like in your 30s and 40s and she's going to be like in her 60s and 70s and i said that's gonna be your madonna and she said who's madonna <laughs> yeah well that that was kind of what it was was like madonna like nobody like she didn't they didn't understand who madonna was right and but, why, why but would every, they know? every generation has their uh their oh yeah i like this one yeah it's a good one it is a good one i was more of a papa don't preach kind of guy really yeah because she's having your baby yeah I don't know. I always thought this was a great number. It's a good one. Something in the way you love me won't let me be.
voice of an angel she's she got is. right there. <laughs> she really is, yeah, man. She, uh, she's not so much now, but yeah, back in the day. <clears throat> yeah, back in the day, uh, yeah, I was going through puberty when she came out with that uh, uh, express yourself video where she's just, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, right. Like a, yeah. Ch- like a chicken lingerie around a bunch of sweaty construction guys. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, let's I'm, put I'm, on MTV. Let's yeah. watch it again, Mom. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> What's this one? Express yourself. This is it. Oh, oh, ready? Come on, girls. You, you believe, believe in love? love? Well, I, I got, got something to say it. about it. And it goes something like this. Don't go for second best, baby. Put your love to the test. You know, you know. You know, here's the funny thing is, you're looking at lyrics, I'm not. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing about uh, the source I'm using this for, just blast out the lyrics so you don't look like a dope. Man, uh, I can't wait till, uh, you know, uh, we have the Madonna tribute. And eventually she'll pass away and we'll have to do this whole in memoriam Yeah, no, nah, we'll uh, do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it all morning long. Hey, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast is going to be... Uh, sunny with a high of 81. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. If- rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 749. And the Doobie Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and nice today with a high of 81. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. Looking at 55 right now in downtown Springfield. On uh, Baxi's Musical Podcast this week, my guest is Scott McCoy. Scott McCoy is from a band called The Baseball Project. It's a band. He uh, used to be in a band called The Fresh Young Fellows. He's in a band now that does just what it says. They do songs about baseball, but it's not just a novelty record. This is a fourth album They've done it with, and in his band are Peter Buck and Mike Mills from R.E.M. It's actually a really good record. They're going to be coming to uh, the Sinclair uh, Music uh, Hall in Cambridge on August 19th and at the Ridgefield Playhouse on August 20th. Their new album called Grand Salami Time. Real cool stuff. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and at rock102.com. All brought to you by Z&M home buyers in Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, McCoy, that's the Cotton Eye Joe guy, right? Uh, no, no, that's a different guy. It's not part of the real McCoys? No. It, it, McCoy isn't even spelled correctly. What is, how is it spelled? Uh, M-C-C-A-U-G-H-E-Y. Oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. You didn't do this segment at all while I was gone, did you? you didn't do this, didn't do Hollywood trash. Why? Because I had enough on my plate, quite frankly. Enough on your plate yeah. that you can't? Uh, uh, read the. I mean, most of that Hollywood stuff's already put together in this uh, little thing. Yeah, I don't. Get I here. don't get that over here. You don't get that. No, I don't get that. Well, you have access to it. I don't know why. You nobody gave me access. To, I get nothing. You got access to that years ago. What I are you talking? I, about? I don't. I haven't used it in years. Oh well, maybe I'll look like uh, the cool guy then. Has all the answers because I have the prep sheet that was provided right. to us. Well, maybe you'll have some surveys to do later on. Oh, I can do some surveys. Uh, two women squared off during a screening of the Barbie movie in England. There was uh, <laughs> shouting, pushing, and one woman, one woman slapped the other in the face. <laughs> Just hold up the leg. Just hold up the leg. 
I had, I didn't understand any of it. I don't I couldn't even hear what they were saying. It, could it be assumed though that one of these women were yelling at while their children were observing some of this? Uh, probably. Yeah. I'm sure there were kids around and uh, and things <sighs> like that. Uh, but you know, it's I'm, in England too. Yeah, no, I know. But one I'm, more juicy push to her little Barbie thing going on down there. Yeah, I would think that uh, your Barbie bunt, I believe yeah. it would be called. <laughs> think, your Barbie bunt. I think the kids have probably seen this kind of behavior from moms before. This is probably not something new. Well, I mean, uh, is there a, liquor is a is a huge thing over in the UK? Sure. Do you think they serve like a lot of liquor at the? Maybe, but you can also probably order beer from by the pintful. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like maybe you're getting uh, maybe you're getting you're crocked. Would be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. A Mr. Softy truck disappeared from a neighborhood in New Jersey after someone complained about the music that was playing out of the truck. Here's a man from the area and vice president of Mr. Softy, Mike Conway, talking about the complaint. Somebody was complaining about the music, and so Mr. Softy's not going to come down our street no more. If it's too late, if it's past, like, you know, 10 o'clock at night, then we're like, okay, that's way too late. It's waking people up. But sometimes it could be uh, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon where, oh, you're waking up my sleeping baby. Well, it's like, hey, well, <laughs> there's 40 other kids in the neighborhood that are running around and, and want ice cream. That's the sound of angels coming down the street. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, uh, yeah. the, it's an ice cream truck. To me, it was the most exciting thing you I would hear as a child. Here, well, we didn't have the, we didn't have the 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 music. Oh no, we did. We had the music. We, we had a guy driving around in a good humor truck, mm-hmm. and he would ring the bell. Oh, maybe he did have the music. Maybe it did play like, uh, what's a turkey in the straw or something like. Yeah, that right. As it was driving by, but it, but you could tell by the bell because it had this ring bell that he would push yeah and then they would, I, I told you before like the the ice cream man would stop like right in front of my house because we live in a corner lot yeah what was his name again you always have a name for somebody. ronnie palagi ronnie palagi ronnie palagi yeah, and, and, and the yeah. and the truck always had music and there was another guy who had um a, a station wagon and the windows were all covered up with stickers of different kinds of ice cream he had yeah no little ding dong music coming from that uh that thing you want to get anywhere close to the ding dong you'd have to talk to the guy in the front in the front seat yeah the only ding sure, should be happy to show you his ding dong yeah well i was gonna say the only uh mu- the ding, ding dong music was him playing my dingling from truck barry right as he videotaped you as you walked up to the car to get yeah, the ice yeah, cream no, no, too, too creepy a uh youtuber who goes by the name algal the bard did a medieval version of red hot chili peppers under the bridge here you go You know, makes makes you want to go do heroin under a bridge. This song is bad enough. Oof! But then to have it even destroyed further by a recorder. This sounds like a. Uh, this sounds like something played in uh, one of those massage shops where you get the happy ending at the end. It's tranquil. Yeah, it is tranquil. Yeah. Try not to think of Anthony Kiedis. I'm trying not to. I'm trying oh. to imagine this guy playing this oh, without a sock in his crotch. Yes. Oh, God. Thank God I don't listen to that stuff. That crap. I just have to hear little bits of it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you can always walk away from it. 
A, uh, let's see, which, uh, oh yeah, here's this one. A woman who found a rare pearl inside of a clam she was eating at a restaurant ended up getting engaged with a ring holding the exact same pearl. Here's uh, Sandra Sikorsky and Ken Steinkamp telling the story of their new engagement. That's when I tasted this big round thing in my mouth, and I'm thinking, what the heck is this? So I take it and spit it down in my hand, and I put it on the table. My sister-in-law goes, is that a tooth? <laughs> what are the odds of a pearl being inside the shell? Daddy goes, it's probably one in a million. He said, this would be a great engagement right. ring. She, f- she was sucking on a clam. Uh-huh. And, uh, At dinner time? And found something in there. And then spit it out. Yeah, I thought the uh, what happened to spitters or quitters? <laughs> what's what's? I thought that was, and now he's marrying her. You're married her. Wait a minute. She spit it out, and yeah. now you want to marry her? Yeah, usually. It's, oh, usually, yeah. Yeah, well. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, was that a bearded clown, <laughs> by the way? I don't know, Steve. I don't ah, know. Well, there you go. That is now here this. It is 757 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hiya. Ah, yeah. GG. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, let's discuss. How do you feel about the prospect of Ezekiel Elliott coming to Foxborough? Now, I know you've heard these kinds of things before. Dude comes to Foxborough for a visit, hangs out with Belichick, meets Mr. Kraft and Mac Jones, starts posing for Instagram selfies with Matthew Judon, and boom, he's off signing a contract with some of the team. I get it. It happens all the time. Things look really good until they no longer do. Next thing you know, your expectations are being squashed because some unreliable free agent thinks he can find something better. Well, this time, it's former Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. A three-time pro bowler, rushed for 8,200 yards during his career, scored 80 touchdowns, averages 4.4 yards per carry on teams that never get past the divisional round of the playoffs. And oh yeah, he's just 28 years old. Now, after scouring Wikipedia this morning for a full four and a half minutes, I can tell you that the only blemish on this guy's record was an incident in 2021 where his dog attacked a couple of people. And while I wouldn't want to be on the business end of a dog attack, it wasn't Ezekiel Elliott who bit those poor people. It was the dog who might have become a free agent himself after that little stunt. Now, could I see a guy, this guy in a Patriots uniform? I can see that happening a lot faster than some of the other greedy little dopes they brought into town. But I'm not the one making the deal. That would be up to Belichick. And when asked about whether he was con- confirmed that Elliott had been in town, he said nothing, which makes me think that's exactly where Ezekiel Elliott was over the weekend. Even reports of Elliott and Mac Jones having dinner at Moose in Boston on Saturday night. I don't know what they ordered. I don't know what they discussed. All I can tell you is sources are saying they had a pretty good time. Of course, I would have found it a little overpriced. I mean, 198 bucks for a six-ounce steak. You can get one of the Roadhouse three times the size for nine times cheaper. And don't get me started on those dinner rolls with that delicious cinnamon butter. But even still, I don't want to express a whole lot of enthusiasm here because unless there's a press conference involved, I'm not sure I'm going to believe it. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Ego Battery Powered Trimmer and Blower. Battery and Charger included. Now $229 at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. You're saving almost $100. bucks. i am looking at the Rockies app. You can pick up the flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80 tomorrow. Uh, just as nice. High of 77 and it's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I got a couple of different uh, things here to talk about. One of them is um, for technology-wise. Yeah. Vibrating vests that can translate music for deaf concert goers. The violins reverberate in the ribcage, while cello and bass are felt a little further down, with horns in the shoulders and, more often than not, soloists in the wrists. Yeah, that's usually how that works out. That's how I work my wrists out. Uh, that's one way audio expert uh, Patrick Hanlon programs haptic suits uh, designed to enable concert goers who are deaf or hard of hearing to experience orchestral music as, initi- as initiatives to improve in- inclusivity at live music performances break new ground. At a recent concert in Manhattan's Lincoln Center, audience members had the chance to try on the wireless vest featuring 24 points of vibrations translating the music on stage. It engages the body, Hanlon told uh, AFP prior to the show, giving the attendees a, quote, 3D surround experience through Hmm. vibrations. That's actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but if I had a suit that vibrated, I wouldn't leave the house and go to a concert. I know. I'd stay Uh, home and just uh, enjoy my new suit. I would be a soloist. (laughs) Practice, practice, practice. Getting the aural experience. That's right. A-U-R-A-L. That's what is uh do they have a uh, like a estimated retail price of what one of these suits would cost? Uh I haven't seen anything that uh, doesn't describe when these things are going to become available or if they, you know, to the masses. It's just describing what it can do. And this most recent mm. collaboration had 75 vests on offer during its outdoor concert as part of uh Korean Arts Week which featured renditions of Korean folk music as well as uh, Mozart's Concerto Number no. 2. I uh, I want to know what the experience is when somebody plays WAP. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What kind of, uh, what kind of, what, what I don't kind know. of feeling are you going to get from that? Again, if it's going to cost me three hundred dollars to buy tickets to see her perform that live, and then, then I got to spend two thousand dollars on the suit. Yeah, or or you could do doesn't that, seem cost effective to you, me. You could do that. You go to an Ann Murray concert, and then you you're wearing the vest, and you're like, "Are you listening to Ann Murray?" No, I'm experiencing <laughs> Anne Murray. She's vibrating me throughout my entire oh, I, body. Yeah, it's she's so absolutely nice. electric, and I understand oh. totally what uh, what uh, he was getting at. I feel like a snowbird. Yeah, no, uh, uh, totally understood. Oh, you know what I found? I found the uh, the the tracks for that. Remember that guy we had? Yeah. Which one? The guy we had for the the live show. Oh, uh, the Rock and Robin. The Rock and Robin. And we found the, the tracks that he was seeing. And this was one of them where he... Beneath would... its snowy metal, cold and green The unborn grass lies waiting for his coat to turn to green Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, this was... Uh, yes. He... he uh, th- I saw him at, at the Huntington uh, <laughs> concert. And he was doing Snowbird. Well, he did. He, he flew around like he was a bird. Which uh, which attracted me to say, hey, you should come do our live show with us. <laughs> that was such a good decision on your part because, yeah, you know, it, you rarely do you find a performer that puts his heart and soul into every Anne Murray song he sings. I like that. Yeah. I like somebody who's who's got a, the Anne Murray. Uh, Without a doubt. Up. 
But that uh, that's that's pretty cool with the uh, with with the vests. Yeah, that that's stuff. really cool. And then I and then I see these because uh, we we said we were going to do a survey. Don't you remember? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Survey said uh, the get off my lawn memes poke fun about old people and how they complain about everything. But this isn't just boomers. There are plenty of seventh graders who are uh, sick of putting up with sixth-grader sixth bullcrap. You know what I'm talking yeah, I about? Do. Yeah, I do. I know yeah. exactly what you're getting at. People online are talking about things they're getting too old to deal with, and you can probably relate to a few no matter how old you are. So even, you know, with people wearing vests for concerts, concerts without assigned seating, that's what people complain about. They want the assigned seating? You, yeah. me, people yeah. our age, uh because we're part of the same generation. Well, I mean, that, many of us in my generation recall the 1980 Who concert in Cincinnati where people got trampled because it was general admission. Yeah, see? You, uh, you know, like you know, festival seating where you, where, you know, the, the first ones in get the best seats. I don't, um, I would prefer assigned seating for sure. I would prefer assigned, you know, I, I saw I had a Facebook memory not the other day, uh, the, the other day ago. Uh, and I went to see, my wife and I went to see uh, Hart with uh, with Chris Marion and, and his wife and, and another couple, and it was stinking hot. And we're, we're in lawn seats, so you don't expect to you know to really be able to see much of what's going on. But we're on the lawn, and then these jackasses standing right in front of us, mm. so we couldn't see anything because they were they were standing on the lawn seats. So why didn't you stand up? Because I was sitting down very comfortable, and you didn't want you just. You- you were experiencing heart. Yes, I wasn't just watching them. I was right. ex- I was experiencing the moment. Now, if you only had a vest on you, you could feel that barracuda coming right at you. You're damn right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I yeah, I don't like that either. That's that's annoying when people are standing in front of you. That, um, that unless happens. unless it's like a like a like a standing ovation, then you got to get up. But if uh, or you know, you're they're expected to get up. The, but if you're just standing for the sake of standing. Please sit down. My my ticket price was the same as yours. You're no more entitled to be dancing well, in someone's way than I am. Last summer, when I went to that uh, Kid Rock concert with yes. those guys, and uh, they all wanted to stand for some reason, I'm like, dude, I just took like 80 milligrams worth of edibles. I don't want to stand. I want to sit here. <laughs> you, you wouldn't be standing so much as like levitating right, above the crowd. Right, right. I, you guys stand. I'm not going to stand. And then, they, you know, and then you have to because then you can't see anything yeah. on stage. But then you're so high that your friend says, actually, Steve, you are standing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, you're floating <laughs> 10 feet above us. Yeah, you're up there. Uh, other things that people say they're getting too old with. Uh, old to deal with, uh, arguing with other people. One person said, it makes me think of Keanu Reeves. He once said he protects his peace by refusing to argue with anyone about anything. He said, one plus one is five? Yeah, you're right. Have a good day. All right. That's not. That's actually not a bad way to, to, to live uh, like that. Yeah, it's well, not, I mean, it's not. You worth, don't want to be. You don't want to be. Uh, you know, trampled on because you're not standing up for yourself. But you know, to, to like to actively go out for the sole purposes of starting an argument. I can understand that. Well, it's one of the reasons why I don't even bother talking about political stuff on mm-hmm. this show because it's there's plenty of other places you can go get that. If you want to get mad and be angry about stuff, yeah, then we you just, can go. You can go do that somewhere else. We but if you want a, a full menu of fart jokes, yeah, we're we, your guys, we man. Got that's it, it right here. You like talking about peepees and wee wees? That's it. This is the one. That's the show right, right here. here. That's it. That's the one. Uh, hangovers. People uh, don't like hangover. Well, I mean, 
that's anybody who gets older, a hangover. Yeah, but you know, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, when you're hungover in your fifties, yeah. it's different than when you're hungover in your twenties. Because it lasts a lot longer. It lasts for days to the point where you say, "This was not worth it at all." Well, it probably lasts for days when you're young too. You just, you but tend you, not well, to- your body is more resilient. It responds quicker. There's less healing involved plus, when you're older. It's like, oh. Too much. All you want to do is go out and drink more to calm the the hangover that you had before, right? Exactly. Uh Uh, Lack of sleep and also sleeping on an air mattress. I don't really have a problem sleeping on an air mattress. Uh, No, I've slept on an air mattress plenty of times. It's usually okay. I have a sleep number bed. It's basically an air mattress. Well, just a really fancy one. They're a little expensive, though, aren't they, Steve? Yes, but can you really afford another restless night's sleep, Max? I suppose I can. About that. Uh, caring about people who don't care about you. I'm starting to do that. Yeah. You, know, I, you can tell people don't care about you, and you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't need to have you around either. I uh, I would say I was probably more focused on that stuff in my youth. Now that I'm a you know a bitter yeah. old man and bitter an embittered old man, I don't really I don't really care that much. Sitting on the floor. I never sat on the floor anyway. Oh no, I I'll sit on the floor. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Sometimes seats. I just do. But there's seats. You have seats in your house. You don't need to sit on the floor. There, there are times when I'll sit on the floor with my with the couch to my back. Yeah. And I don't really mind that. That's weird. It's one of my strange bugaboos, Steve. Uh, keeping up with new music. This is one of the reasons why I kind of backed away from that <laughs> DJ business. Yeah. It's because you, you can't keep up with everything. And, you know... You, I don't want to be that guy that doesn't know any of the new music that's that's out. You know, right. my my kids listen to specific types of music. Like it's mostly Taylor Swift and it's mostly like Olivia Rodrigo and sure, you know that kind of pop stuff. But I don't know like what is trendy among. Well, yeah, I uh, I have a lot of music. I listen to a lot of damn music, but. Yeah. Uh, but you can't listen to all of it. You know, I uh, don't have that kind of time. The little snot rag that came up to me last year at a at a wedding. He goes, "Can you play something from this century?" And I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" Yeah, listen, you're another one. Are, are you the one writing the check? Yeah. Go ahead, let's go ask your dad. He probably listened to this music back in the day. <laughs> from this century, what obnoxious! Uh, waiting in line. I hate waiting in line too. I'm not as patient as I used to be. Uh, camping on the ground. Not camping like you do, but camping like actual. I would rather camp in the tents. campgrounds in a, in a camper. That's uh, why it's called a camper. I, I had some friends who they had a big family reunion at their house over the weekend. Yeah. They must have had like 15 campers sitting on their lawn. <laughs> Jesus. On their lawn. But then there was like, like obviously the people that had the kids were putting them in tents outside of the motor home. Because you need to make more room. Sure. But it was pouring out. Uh, and the kids are still sleeping in the tents? Yeah. Yeah, I guess yes. uh, I guess if, you, if, if, you're, if you're used to camping like that, you can. You, there's ways to stay well, dry. Well, you know, I, 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 I can't say this in every situation, but in most cases, if you're looking to buy a camper and the camper says it sleeps 10, yeah. it actually sleeps 4. Well, it's, it's just like the hot tub thing. Yes. The hot tub I have... That I bought, you know, secondhand says six. Hey, eh, ain't fitting six people in there. Probably no more than unless four. you're tiny little people. 
Yeah, right. Like a Lilliputin. Like a Lilliputin. <laughs> I feel like I'm Gulliver when I get into yeah, my I hot bet. tub. I'm like, oh, look at the Lilliputins. He's so giant. <laughs> uh, chasing after people and being the only one to put in the work for relationships with family and friends. Like, if I ask you to hang out a few times and you're always busy, come find me. Phone works both ways. I've done this to you. Yeah. I've invited you many times out to lunch with with Barry and Brian Lapis. Not any time recently. No, because I stopped. I stopped doing that. Yeah, I'm well, not going to offer to take you out somewhere when you're always busy doing. So. Oh, I can't. Make not it always day. busy, Steve. You just you just got to get me on the right no, day. I'm not, why bother asking? It's been After, years since you've asked me. Yes, because I stopped asking because you don't. You you were never available anyway. Why bother keep asking the same question? I think you maybe asked me no more than ten times. Eleventh <sighs> or twelfth, thirteenth time. That's the charm. Negativity and internet bickering. I don't know. I see a lot of old people doing that. That's usually the people who are bickering back yeah. and forth. The people that don't people. like to bicker don't go on social media. Oh, you damn, you know, they're writing on Facebook. You kids in your damn social media. <laughs> and then uh, other people's drama. Yeah, I'm I uh I like to eliminate as much drama from my life as possible. I've I've had about enough of that. Yeah, too. it's and, and there are some people that thrive off of it. Yeah. I can't be bothered with the people that even thrive off the drama. Never mind, they don't have to be involved in the drama, but they'll more than likely talk about the dramas of other people. And I I can't even listen to that half the time. We do that every day here. Yeah, but I can't listen to it. You can't listen. Oh, I can so I just, can initiate it. I just can't go back and listen. You know what? That's exactly how I feel about Scott Cohen when he comes in every <laughs> Monday morning. I don't want to listen to his drama. <laughs> hey, buddy, I got my tattoo of a martini on my wrist, and I uh, played golf last week. You can't swing a dead Dang, cat. can't swing a dead cat in here. <laughs> and, uh, well, there you go. It's, uh, it's 824 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors. Listen to Pat Kelly this Wednesday afternoon for Pat's Pets. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Tomorrow on the show, uh, attorney Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com. It's uh, time for late summertime scams. You want to be able to rip somebody off? Steve was going to tell you how. Yeah, scams uh, from a lawyer, which is just always ironic to me. Uh, well, you know, not every not every lawyer is a dirtbag and a lowlife. Some, some are. Yeah, some. I mean, you can't, you can't paint them all with a broad brush. No, but uh, you can pretty much kind of stereotype all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like well, I like stereotyping uh, groups of uh, oh yeah uh, of uh, careers. You know, yeah. like, uh, lawyers ah a bunch of scumbags. <laughs> what about it? Like uh, say uh, salesmen. Oh, salesmen. They're the worst. They, yeah, oh, they, they are, are the absolute something. worst. They really are. It, I think it was uh, was it Ron White was talking about uh, his lawyer, <laughs> or was it lawyer or the car salesman? But he was talking about levels of where they are. And he was right. Like, and then my lawyer's like right here, and then my car salesman all the way down at the bottom, <laughs> like the thing. It's uh, 828. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A nice, cool, comfortable one with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. You're welcome, Steve. Uh, West Brent's. Uh, the West Springfield Police Department is looking uh, or as asking for your help in identifying a suspect 
Police allege he shoplifted from TJ Maxx on Memorial Avenue on July 8th. Look at all the information coming out of this police department. I normally they wouldn't even mention yeah, a it, TJ Maxx. And they have a picture uh, of this guy up on their uh, Facebook page. It's also on the uh, the news pages there. Uh, if you if you have any information, you're asked to contact mm-hmm. the uh, West Springfield Police or text the tip anonymously. He's uh, he's got a cart full of stuff. But there are some good savings at TJ Maxx. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. um, you know, it's it's a brand names at discount prices, but uh, still. You may get like one sleeve longer than another, or you know, like a stitch up out of place. I don't understand why a store like that needs to have different brand names when all of the products are in. Not all of the products, but like it's Home Goods owns them too. It's, and, it's Home Goods, and Marshalls, Marshalls, and and TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx, but then there's another one down in in South that we went into. Um, uh, down in Hilton Head, this couple uh, back back in April. Really, it's another one of these places, and it's owned by that same group. I'm not aware of it. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of it offhand. But it's like, why not just call them all TJ Maxx's or all Home Goods or all whatever? Like instead of just having these brand names of things, because you're selling essentially the same items in each store. There's two other places: Sierra, the Sierra Shop. And home sense, home sense, home sense. Was, yeah. So now they got they got five of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I because to be honest, I don't really know much of the difference between TJ Maxx and a Marshalls. Yeah, yeah I, I, just, I really, I really don't see much of a difference. Oh, I mean, let will tell you one thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Last week, my uh, my wife Jenny was in Florida. Yeah. And she went to a Wawa. Oh yeah! Raved about it. Yes, raved. Yes, yes. I'm like, glad she had the experience. She had a wonderful experience at the Wawa. Even took a, even took pictures of the Wawa. You know much? Uh, you know how much weight I gained in just one week of being near a Wawa. Anytime I was down in Florida, uh, fifteen. Oh yeah, every day it would be like, mm-hmm. okay, we can get breakfast, lunch, and dinner here as well. Yeah, on the cheap and good. Good food. It's not fast food. It's good food served quickly. Yeah. I have. Uh, I've. I've. Believe I have been to a Wawa, and they're and they're great. Uh, yeah. But I've also been to a place called Sheets in uh, Virginia. <laughs> yep. Been to a Sheets, and then there's a place called Huck's in uh, Illinois, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you the Sheets is the that was the best chicken sandwich I ever had at a Sheets at a Sheets. Really. There was something about it. I don't know. It was just like a nice, juicy piece of chicken on a mm-hmm. toasted bun and uh, with the mayo and tomato, and it was good. When I ate ate at the Sheets, uh, first thing out of my mouth is, man, this, this is tastes good. like Sheets. This is going to give me the Sheets later Yeah, no, I, I don't know yeah. if we're going to go that far. I'm just yeah. saying this, this I, I knew where that sandwich came from, and yeah. every time I could say, right there, that's, that's Sheets. Listen, I, again, I'll say it again. I don't. Somebody around here, if if they had one of those, yeah, a Wawa or a Sheets or even a QT or one of those places, mm-hmm. you'd make a lot of money here. I, used, I don't understand why they don't open those places up here. There used to be a, a place not too far from an apartment I had many years ago called the PDQ. The PDQ. You, you pop in pretty damn quick, right? You get and you get you get your gas. You get your lottery tickets, but then they had a full deli right, right in there where they're shaving the the meat right oh, in front yeah, of your face. Yeah. That's the that's the kind of place you want to yes, go. Yes, absolutely. 
and it was good, good deli meat. It wasn't like the uh, the sweatshop stuff that you you find in some places. This that, was high quality meat products that has uh, rainbows on on the outside of the meat, like a fish scale. Yeah, you don't want to see. You don't want to see when when you get like a, a slice of roast beef and it's like it, it looks like a like a puddle of uh, of bubbles. <laughs> Ugh, please, beef should not be green. Nearly a dozen arrests over 48 hours in the High and School Street corridor in Springfield with officers bringing in huge amounts of illegal drugs, firearms, and a suspect connected to a recent murder. All of this, officials say, going down in a vacant apartment run by a notorious property manager. The Springfield Police Department is making efforts to suppress crime, and they hope there's some help to follow. More than 100 grams of crack cocaine, 37 grams of heroin divided into 18 individual bags, Half a dozen firearms, thousands of dollars of cash, and 11 suspects were all arrested by the Springfield Police on the Price's Ride. Estimated retail value of defending yourself in court? Zero dollars since they'll all be released on their own recognizance and back out on the street to commit more crime. Uh, I'll take a ankle monitoring bracelet for 500, please. Ding, 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 ding. Mike, yeah. <laughs> Perez, yeah, was it uh, Michael Perez Cruz? Come on down. You know how to get here. Yeah. So they're talking about you know this guy uh, was, is accused of of shooting someone back in June, and uh, but he had been arrested and released mm. multiple times prior to that shooting. You know, I, I one we, of them for firearms charges. If if you were say for instance you were a five year old, okay. Mm. And your parents said, don't do that, or you'll have to go stand in the corner. Yeah. Okay? But then you do it again, and you stand in the corner, but they only let they only make you stand there for like a minute. And then you're free to do whatever you want. At that point, the kid realizes, hey, you know what? That punishment wasn't so bad. I'll not only do what got me in trouble the first time, I'll do two or three things that are even worse than the first thing I did. I, I can it's have- no different than if you take somebody... Into a into into custody, you you process their arrest. They get sent to uh, to jail, and then they're out the next day. Same kind. It's it's human nature. They're going to go back to even commit the same kind of crime, or they're going to commit come out to commit greater crimes. Because well, if I got out this time, I'm just going to wind up getting out the next time too. Yeah, might as well. Did I just make a appropriate uh, point? Was it perhaps apropos? Is that what apropos means? What does apropos mean? I really don't know, but I, it sounded like something that would have made sense in that context. Uh, is it, is it, do you do you really do you not know what apropos? Means? I don't know the exact definition of apropos. Okay, the all right, here we go. I'm looking up on the internet, and it says with reference to or concerning. <clears throat> I'm gonna I think well, that's I'm, very close. Now I'm gonna be using that apropos. Yeah, that was a that was a skit on the original Kids in the Hall where uh, one of the worker it was Bruce McCullough, and <laughs> Dave Foley was the boss in a factory, and Bruce McCullough was the worker, and he kept using the word ascertain. <laughs> right. You remember that? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, You're saying I, whether it meant anything or meant the right uh, definition or not. I ascertain, and he kept saying it every time he opened his <laughs> mouth. He would use it in a sentence, and the guy and Dave Foley was trying to tell him not to use it. And then by the end of the thing, he, he learned the new word, delineate, and it was just floating around his head going, ooh, delineate. Now I'm going to be like, ooh, apropos. Yeah, apropos. Apropos or pro? Apropos. Hmm. 
apropos. Yeah. It's one of those things you hear all the time, and I yeah. just never paid attention you, to it. You never heard much uh, before? Apropos. No. That's how you pronounce it. Apropos. And the, and the definition again? Uh, with reference to or concerning. Or, uh, that's the preposition uh, definition, the adjective version would be very appropriate to a particular situation. Oh, okay. So, in a sense, I was being very appropriate in a particular situation uh, comparing a five-year-old to an adult who commits crimes. That's very apropos. Thank you. I ascertained that that it would be the right thing to say, apropos. I don't even know what delineate means, but I would throw that in there, too. The more you know. Uh, A teenager is facing charges after allegedly being found with a gun at the Holyoke Mall. Uh, Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Wall said that detectives had been investigating a 15-year-old juvenile suspect and received information on July 20th that he was illegally possessing a gun in Holyoke. Authorities uh, contacted Holyoke Police and other investigators to look for the teenager who was found at the Holyoke Mall and was taken into custody. He was arrested by Holyoke Police and a large-capacity firearm was seized. Wall seized. Walsa added that the uh, that due to the suspect's age, his name and charges will not be released. Mm. You know, Why don't you go to a, a mall where he can't cause a whole lot of problems? Like Eastfield right now is just a you know pretty much cavernous and empty. Oh, you, you could use that as a shooting range in there now. Don't think they want people shooting guns in the Eastfield Mall. Well, how do you demo a building like that with a wrecking ball? No, you no, don't no. shoot it up like a. Like uh, Clint Eastwood and the Gauntlet. Yeah, you know, I uh, I had this fence in my yard. It was this. It was a previous owners had put it there. It was one of those vinyl fences. Sure. Like it was uh, made of plastic. Mm-hmm. And it was probably maybe twenty five feet long. It was just like a decorate decorative uh, kind of thing. Well, you know, those things don't last very long, and after a while, the pieces start falling off. You can't really glue them back on there. I mean, if I guess if you tried, you could, but I had no interest in doing that. So sure. I. Had the kids go out there with some baseball bats, and I said, you know what? Take the rest of that fence down. And they did. They went out there, and I said, "I said, listen, you got any anger issues or anything like that? You go ahead and you, you take it out on that fence. And they did, and they smashed it. I even have slow-motion video of the thing like, like uh, kind of smashing into pieces, which was pretty cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, why can't we do that with the Eastfield Mall? Everybody takes a sledgehammer. Kind of like uh, bringing down the Berlin Wall. You know, when everybody yeah. got up there and they were jumping up on the thing and they were yelling and cheering and then they'd yeah. take chunks down. And- you, you know how it is, though. That, you know, with all the liability, you know, they're probably not going to let you do it. It's kind of like when they, uh, they were going to demolish the Hotel Charles in, oh. uh, in in Springfield. Yeah. You know, we wanted to be the ones to press the buttons. Yeah. To detonate the, to, to detonate the explosives that would implode the building. That would be cool. And we were told no. Why? One, we're not qualified. And then two, it's a union job. You know, not qualified, but basically what you could have done was they have the pros doing the demolition, mm-hmm. and then they have a ceremony where it makes it look like you're actually pressing the button when you're really not doing anything yeah. to it. Listen, how many times have I been to uh, the student prince to tap the keg on, uh, you know, Oktoberfest yeah. or Mayfest? A million times. I'm not qualified to do that, but I do it anyway. I may take a, a a whack or two at the uh, at the keg, and if it opens, great. If it doesn't, I give it to somebody else. But at least I try. If I were to go uh, like implode a building during a like a demolition process, yeah. I don't really need to know what I'm doing. You know, uh, just Do- say press this button when we tell you to press. Isn't, Boom. Isn't uh, Dom Dom always down there for the keg tapping? 
when they do that in the Oktoberfest? Uh, yes, usually. And and I've seen him swing swing the hammer before. Oh yeah, uh, he swings it. it. He swings it with uh, the the power of a thousand men. But he's but yeah, but that's the thing. He's so modest. Because if he used his full force, everybody would be covered in beer. Because if it would he just used explode. if he used his full force, Steve. Yeah. You'd leave a giant pothole on front uh, on Fort Street. Yeah. It, it would it would crater. Yeah, there you go. Huh? I just blew up I just blew up your beer, your right. beer ball. Also, your, your Coors Light party ball, huh? I also sent a hole into the ground so I could see China. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now go stick your schlagen over in the noggin over there and, and uh, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. He speaks German sometimes, too. He speaks every language. I, he does. He knows all. He's that good. Uh, yeah, we'll just end it here. It's... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's like the first day back from vacation. Oh, I know. I'm like, yeah. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be the one that we struggle Tomorrow's through. the bad day. Yeah, yeah that's the struggle day. Uh, t- it's going to be nice and sunny today, though, with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850 and the Black Crows. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be really nice today. Sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 77. It's uh, 62 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com joins us uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about scams with him. And then uh, and then on like a Thursday or so, I am going to take a much needed uh, time away. What? Yeah. No, when do you get off doing that? <clears throat> Well, yeah, I got some vacation time to burn, and I've, yeah, uh, you know, I took Fourth uh, of July week off, and yeah, I've been carrying uh, this thing on my broad, masculine shoulders for a couple of weeks. And I think it's, uh, I, it's about time I uh, take a little break, just a little break, just huh? a little one. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I don't want to be uh, picking up all your slack. Yeah, I would imagine that would be very difficult for you. Yeah, me doing uh, the, the the jobs of multiple people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how you, you do that to me. You just well, I mean, I may, I, I, I tried to clear it with you, and then uh, yeah, I even mentioned it to Marty, and Marty will, can, will come in, and, and that'll be fine. And you know, so you know what, you take your little break, yeah, and then maybe I'll be here for a week and take another week of vacation off. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think uh, a lot is being asked of you right now. <clears throat> I, uh, I I like this. I uh, it's the summer of Steve. Boy, is it ever? Yeah. It's a vacation, Max. It's yeah. a vacation from myself. Uh, you know what? You couldn't be further from yourself than, right. than you are right That's now. That's right. That's right. It's unbelievable how you've worked that out. Uh, I I kind of want to be a teacher. I like uh, I like the idea of being being able to to, to have that flexibility uh, when here, it comes here's around. Here's what's bad about being a teacher. Yeah. Okay. And I told you before, my, my wife teaches. So, uh-huh. you know, she's got the summer off. The problem with having the summer off is the moment August 1st rolls around, you're already thinking, oh, my God, my summer shot. That's it. Even though you may have several weeks left to go, it's it's like this it's like this bellwether that says, OK, now is the time where I have to start thinking about getting back. And it's very stressful for uh, for teachers and administrators in a way that I don't think, I don't think kids can even understand yet. No, I, I guess they do. I didn't really start, you know, lamenting the end of summer until like the week before we went back to school. Teachers are already thinking about it. 
they're, they're already, yeah, I mean, they're already kind of going, oh, my God, I got to go back with those kids. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, it didn't usually hit me until yeah. probably, a, you're right, about a week before. My, you know, now, my father worked in a school system for many years, too. And uh, he kind of had the same thing. He loved his vacation time. But like around October, it all started to change. He'd start getting. Uh, I got. A, I need another vacation. Yeah, right. Well, that's why they take so many days off. That, it, you know, when you have a, you know, Thanksgiving breaks and winter breaks and all of those other breaks. Yeah, that's well, why because you get so mentally frustrated with the fact that you actually have to be at work for the, more. The reasons why yeah. teachers get those days off. Yeah. Is because they deserve them. Well, it's mental stress. It's a huge dealing. amount of stress. Oh, believe me, I, you know, people who, people who complain about teachers having so much time off, don't understand that you're dealing with children. A and, lot of them, and not their own children. Right. That's that's the next thing I was going to say. None of them. They, you know, some of them might belong to them, but yeah. uh, for the most part, they're watching other people's children and trying to teach them things. And then they're I having a hard enough time taking care of two kids. I don't know how somebody watches twenty of them in a classroom. Years ago, uh, I and another uh, father were asked to uh, teach uh, the third grade class. Uh, where my daughter was was in, and so me and my buddy, he and I were you know, very very good friends. We teach because it was to give like uh like the actual teachers a chance to get lunch. They had yeah, like yeah. a big you know faculty lunch. So me and my buddy said, yeah, you know, we're roped into doing this, and you know we both kind of like not really wanting to do it. And we were in a classroom for about an hour, hour and a half maybe. I've never been so ex- you know, mentally exhausted in my life. Like I had to, I had to like sit down. I had to put my my head be- my head between my knees and try to catch my breath. I was in a in a flop sweat. And teachers do this every single yeah. day, you know, like multiple hours in a day for you know a good full academic year. No, trust me, teachers deserve every moment that All they right. get off. If I could be a teacher and not have to deal with any kids. And just, yeah. all I want is the vacation time. Yeah. That's no, all that, I want. Absolutely. I but want the problem all is, of those days off. Yeah. I mean, you love your own kids. Yeah. But you're dealing with every jerk kid uh, in yeah. the world uh, as a teacher. That's why I give teachers a lot of credit for putting up with that crap. Because, uh, like I said, I, I, I have a hard time handling two. I don't know how you handle a whole classroom full of them. It ain't easy. All day long. And they've all got their day mouths in. on them. Day out. All talking with their yip yap and not paying any attention to what you're trying to teach them. And nobody wants to pay you what you're worth. You just got to sit there. It's uh, like that's a, right. It's like you're going to the factory every day. Oh, the drudgery. Oh, God. <clears throat> well, I hope these teachers are enjoying their summer off. <laughs> <laughs> they are. But tomorrow is August 1st. Uh, right. Now it starts to change. Mm. Now the now the uh, the sad countdown begins. Womp, womp. It's 857 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.